And that music can only mean one thing. The Delaware Valley Journal is on the air. The official podcast of DelawareValleyJournal.com bringing you stories you can't find anywhere else from Bucks, Chester, Delaware, and Montgomery counties. We're going to step a little bit afield of that uh, area as we talk to a candidate who ran in next door in PA7. But before we get to that, uh, I'm Michael Graham with Inside Sources, our own intrepid news person. Linda Stein is with us. With us, Linda, how are you? Great, Michael. Thanks. There has been a lot, a surprising amount of news in the last few days, kind of on the back burner about questions about how balloting is going to happen, about what questions are going to be allowed to be on the ballot, uh, you know, for future referenda. The, the state courts have just ruled on that. Um, a lot of people talking not about who to vote for, but about how to actually get out and vote. Right. That's true. And um, ballots have been a big deal for the past few years, too, uh, with Republicans being a little bit leery and Democrats embracing the mail-in ballot format. And yet that is a, uh, looks like it's starting to change. And one of the people who might be helping change that is Lisa Scheller, co-founder of Win Again PAC and a former candidate for Congress herself. Lisa, welcome to the Delaware Valley Journal podcast. Michael, Linda, thank you so much for having me here today. I, I'm really, really excited to be here uh, because we have been having problems getting Republicans across the line for we're going on three cycles now. And in analyzing my own race, uh, where I, I came up short by less than 2% in 2022 to, to oust one of the most liberal Democrats in Washington, uh, discovered that a big part of the problem is low propensity voters are not coming out and voting by mail and the Democrats have that one down. They know how to get people to come out and vote by mail. So that's what I really want to work on. That's what I want to talk about. And uh, I'm really happy to be here today. So I want to ask you about uh, what I think is a fascinating uh, turn uh, former Pre President Donald Trump has made no secret of the fact that he believes the 2020 election was stolen. He thinks that there was widespread fraud uh, in the millions of vote range. There's you know, no evidence that that is actually true. But one of the th results has been an unwillingness of Trump supporters to use methods of voting other than showing up and putting their little ballot in the box with their own little hand. And uh, recently at a uh, at his speech to CPAC, I guess about a, what, a month ago or so, he said Republicans must compete using every lawful means to win. That means swamping the left with mail-in votes, early votes and election day votes. We have to do it, President Trump said. Are you seeing a change among Republican voters you talked to from an attitude of maybe six months ago where they were very hesitant, even hostile to mail-in ballots and drop boxes to one where they are uh, now more open to them? I do think people are beginning to open up to mail-in mail -in voting. And yes, that enables you to vote earlier. Um, but we need to get more people to vote, whether it's early or on election day. Again, if it's on election day, anything can happen. You can have a family member who's sick or you get called out for work and you don't get your vote in. But where I see us needing more help is getting the message out to people who, who aren't voting at all and making sure that they come out and vote and that they vote early and that they vote by mail. Um, 
I, I, I'd like to throw some, some statistics at you again. Okay. Um, no, go nice and slow. We're journalists. Okay. So numbers frighten and confuse us. Just be okay. aware. Well, so, I mean, my race was one of uh, several races in the state, whether it was my race or uh, congressional district eight or a couple of the Senate races, PA Senate races, um, where if we had not had mail-in ballots break against Republicans three and four to one, we would have won our elections. And I wouldn't be talking to you today from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I still would hope to be getting people to come out and vote, but I would have a different uh, office and apartment. Um, and what's happening now is we're heading into our third cycle where the Democrats are just crushing us on mail-in ballots. In 2022, we had in Lehigh County, 13,000 Democrats vote by mail. 2023, 7,000 have already signed up to vote by mail in 2023. That's a 58% retention rate. Republicans, 4,000 in 2020 came out and voted by mail. And in 2023, and 2022 rather, and in 2023, only 1,800 have signed up to vote by mail, a 45% retention rate. So if we can't get people who came out and voted by mail in the past to come out and vote again and turn these low propensity voters into regular mail-in voters, we're going to lose every time. Well, how do you plan to convince them? Are you going to run ads or um, what are you doing? Every method possible. Again, my race was one of the races where there were a number of factors, but if I just took the mail-in ballots and had them not break as hard against me as they did, I would have won my election. That factor alone, I want to see Republicans win. I want to see conservatives win. We need to get every Republican to come out and vote. And they need to, if they're not going to come out any other way, they need to come out and vote by mail. And that was the premise behind starting win again, win again, which is the pack um, that we are using to make sure that we are reaching those low propensity voters, getting them to sign up to vote for mail by mail. So is this a pack aimed at Pennsylvania voters or nationwide? Well, we need to first start small and then build it out. I mean, some states were using models where states are only doing mail-in balloting. But um, right now, if you were to go online, you'll see the Democrats are using social media, every method possible to recruit people to vote by mail and to get registered to vote. We need to do the same. I think it's great that President Trump and uh, Governor DeSantis are on board with mail-in balloting. That is gonna actually help our cause a lot, having them behind us saying, we've got to do this. So what we need to do is go out and find those people who only vote in presidential elections or only vote in person or only vote irregularly or don't vote at all and make sure they're signed up to vote by mail. But so what, it, what, what happens when you ask them to, you know, you want to you want to get that vote banked? So you want that ballot ready to go in the mail or you don't want it to have to wait for them to show up on election day and they simply say no. You're trying to steal my vote. I'm not going to let my vote getting st get stolen. I'm not going to let the Venezuelan Chinese hackers who put the cotton in my ballot steal my vote again. What do you say to them? 
I would actually say your vote is even safer by mail because you can follow it. Once you request your mail-in ballot, it goes into a queue that you can look up online when you receive it, when you fill it out, when it gets into the county. It is recorded that your ballot made it into the county and then it gets counted. So you actually can track your ballot as it goes through the whole process, doing it online or even if someone else helped you with it, uh, that ballot is absolutely trackable. So you know that your vote is being counted. So you think it's not too late to change people's minds then? We have to change people's minds. And again, we're not necessarily even changing people's minds. We're getting people who don't vote to come out and vote. People who vote one in every presidential election or not at all because they don't think their vote matters to come out and cast a vote by mail. Because if we don't do that, if we don't do that, the results are gonna be a disaster. We're gonna, we're gonna wind up with the Democrats winning every time. And we are gonna wind up uh, going down this road to socialism. You know, I, I've, had a, I've had a successful career. I've lived the American dream. I, I ran for office because I love this country and I love the ability for people to have that American dream that's given to us in our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution. And, you know, when I didn't prevail, that didn't mean I wasn't going to stop working right. to help others so that we can have our children and future generations live the American dream. And the only way to do that is to beat the Democrats at their own game. So there are people who would say, Lisa, look at these crazy Democrats. They're trying to stop us from you know, generating any more of our own energy and they want to tax everything. And they have this woke craziness and President Biden is 927 years old and he just sits around looking for someone to turn on Matlock all day. Why in the world would Republicans need to be fighting over, you know, pro low propensity ballots and trying to scrape the bottom of the barrel? You guys should be winning by 10 points. It should be, you know, Reagan all over again. Then the reason you're not is because Republicans messaging is out of step with so many persuadable voters. Would you agree that Republicans have a messaging problem? I think Republicans have more of a voting problem than a messaging problem. Do so you think they have a winning message, even though they're in at best a neck and neck tie with Democrats? Well, I will tell you one thing that Democrats also do better than Republicans. And that is when they, you know, they are in lockstep all the time with leadership. Now, again, I think we should be able to talk about our differences and listen to our differences. But once we get to that point where we're 90% on the same page, 95% on the same page, we can't be divided by our differences. We need to make sure, you know, any Republican, any Republican is better than every Democrat, that we get behind our Republican candidates and that we get people to come out and to vote for those candidates. Lisa, they say that, uh... The third time is a charm. Are you thinking about uh, running again against Susan Wilde? You know, I, I'm going to put it right out there. Uh, 2024, I am I am not going to be a candidate. Okay. Um, okay. You know, people have asked me that question before. <laughs> and I'm the person who says, never says never. But I think this time, I, I, I would say if there was, a, again, 
uh, I, I'm not going to be the candidate this time. I think that I can be effective in my role as founder and spearhead person for Win Again PAC to help get people to come out and vote. We have plenty of good candidates out there that we can get behind and that we can support. Who can, who can, if we get behind and support and get out low propensity voters, we will defeat Susan Wilde. We will get a conservative in Washington. We will get a Republican in Washington. So, I mean, that's the answer to my question. I think I'm just changing a little bit of my tack right now. I want Republicans to win. I'm going to work hard to help Republicans to win, but I am not, I'm not going to be the candidate in 2024. Well, listen, you are my candidate for great podcast guest. Oh, well, thank uh, you so much. You've got at least one of the two votes. I can't speak for Linda. Okay. Uh, definitely. definitely. No, her I'm vote was stolen. I stole her vote. I got two or three no matter what. Get the vote for yourself. I forgot about that. That's absolutely great. Uh, and so for people who are interested in finding out more about what your uh, win again pack is up to. Maybe they want to support it. Maybe they're a candidate who thinks you guys should back them. How should they reach out to you, Lisa? Yeah, so I'm going to tell you a little of how we're working together and, uh, and, uh, and a little bit. So the other co-founder is Dean Browning, who was actually once a competitor of mine. Oh, This is how important this issue is, that when we can come together on the right idea, we can work together on that idea because it's going to further um help republicans and conservatives win elections so what we are doing with win again is we are going to be targeting a couple races in 2023 and then in build out in 2024 and we provide the materials we provide the training to grassroots organizations to campaigns to um you know uh to uh republican committees we train people on how to go out and educate people to get them to sign up, to have that conversation about mail-in balloting. And we're happy to work with other organizations as well. So that's how we're furthering this. We have the materials already. We do have a website. We do need money. I'm not taking a salary. Dean is not taking a salary. We're doing this because we need to get, if we're gonna change election law, and not let the Democrats win every time. We need to win elections first so that we can do that. And that's what we're working towards. So our website is winagain, W-I-N-A-G-I-N dot org. And we are in the process of fundraising right now so that we can put together the materials, so that we can get the training out, so that we can begin to win elections not in 2024, but in 2023, where we have school board elections going on. We have municipal elections. We have judge elections. We have some commissioner elections going on. And once we get these Republicans signed up to vote now, then we turn them into another voter again in 2024. And we begin to grow by um, adding more people to the voter rolls every single cycle. So 2023 is gonna be very important as well. I would love for people to reach out on winagain.org. Um, that's probably the best way to contact us. And uh, I look forward to helping Republicans get elected in 2023, 2024, and uh, just taking back our country. We need to do that. Lisa Shello, thanks so much for joining us here on the Delaware Valley Journal podcast. We really appreciate your time. 
Michael, Linda, thank you so very, very much for having me and uh, have a wonderful day. And let's get everyone to come out and vote any way they can, including by now. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Delaware Valley Journal on the air. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, post it on social media. And if you haven't, sign up for our twice a week newsletter so you don't miss any of the terrific content from DelawareValleyJournal.com. Thanks again. I'm your host, Michael Graham.